Hello, and welcome to Market Matters, Thompson Hines podcast series that explores critical legal and regulatory issues affecting the investment management industry. I'm Cassandra Borchers, a partner in the Investment Management Group. Today's topic is the annual update of Form ADV for registered investment advisors and exempt reporting advisors. All registered investment advisors and exempt reporting advisors are required to file an annual updating amendment on Form ADV. The various filing requirements differ slightly for SEC registered advisors, state registered advisors, and exempt reporting advisors, so we are providing a brief overview for each. For any new advisors or those new to the process, Form ADV is filed online through the Investment Registration Advisor Depository, known as IARD, at www.iard.com. Advisors must apply for access to the electronic system by completing the IARD entitlement package. Processing can take approximately three business days and must be complete in order to access the system for filing. Information about the advisor and Form ADV is then publicly available through the Investment Advisor Public Disclosure, known as IAPD, which is found at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. We would encourage any new advisors or account administrators to explore the relevant websites and to get familiar with the system prior to doing a filing. So first, let's discuss reporting requirements for SEC-registered investment advisors. Each registered advisor must amend Form ADV electronically via the IARD system within 90 days after the end of the advisor's fiscal year. For an advisor whose fiscal year ended December 31, 2016, that deadline is quickly approaching and is due by March 31, 2017. The form is divided into two parts. Part 1 is a form that is completed online. Part 2 is a PDF prepared by the advisor, which is uploaded during the amendment process. However, certain registered advisors are not required to provide a Part 2. As part of the annual amendment, the investment advisor must update the firm's responses to all items in Part 1 and Part 2 as applicable. At a minimum, we would expect an advisor to provide updated assets under management along with statistics regarding firm personnel and the type of firm clients. If the firm advises private funds, then the private fund schedules must also be updated. Of course, if there are any other material changes to any of the information, that should be completed as well. Part 2A, also known as the firm brochure, shall be updated annually if there are any material changes filed on IARD, and then either the brochure or a summary of the material changes must be provided to firm's clients and current solicitors. If the advisor manages a fund, whether private fund or registered product, and it has a firm brochure, it should ensure that at the time of the annual amendment that the strategy descriptions provided in the current PPM or prospectus align with the form ADV disclosure. Fund strategies evolved and the ADV must certainly follow suit. Even though Part 2A is filed and publicly available, an SEC-registered advisor whose firm brochure has materially changed since the last annual update must deliver to clients and all current solicitors annually within 120 days after the advisor's fiscal year end either the amended brochure would include a summary of all material changes or a separate document detailing such material changes, which also offers to provide a copy of the complete firm brochure upon request. For an advisor whose fiscal year ended December 31st, the deadline to deliver such update this year would be April 30th, 2017. For clients that previously received Part 2B, which is also known as the brochure supplement, the advisor is not required to provide an updated copy of the brochure supplement unless the disciplinary information disclosed in it has materially changed. However, advisors should review the supplement annually and refresh as needed with any titles, business activities, or other information that may have changed during the course of the year.
Each advisor that is required to have a Part 2 should also carefully document delivery of Part 2 for its records. Because the firm's privacy notice is often delivered with the firm brochure, the annual update is a perfect opportunity to review the firm's privacy notice and update as needed. This is also a good time for each advisor to confirm it has the appropriate consent for e-delivery of documents to its clients if the advisor intends to rely upon electronic delivery. Here's another quick practice tip for private fund advisors. Part 2 delivery obligation applies to the fund, which is the advisor's client, and not to the investors in a fund. However, you should review the advisor's policies and procedures to confirm whether the investment advisor has adopted a policy that requires it to deliver Part 2 to its fund investors. Finally, and if an SEC-registered advisor's AUM, as reported in this 2017 annual update, is below $90 million, the advisor may be required to withdraw its SEC registration by June 30, 2017. Therefore, any advisor that believes it may need to switch to state registration should file an application for state registration as soon as possible to ensure that that registration is effective prior to withdrawing its SEC registration. Now let's turn to reporting requirements for state registered advisors. Each state registered investment advisor must also amend its Form ADV each year on the IIRD system within 90 days after the end of its fiscal year. Once again, an advisor whose fiscal year ended December 31, 2016 will have a filing deadline of March 31st. The advisor must update all of Parts 1A, 1B, 2A, and 2B. Part 1B includes information specific to state registered advisors. With regards to the requirement to deliver an updated firm brochure to clients, most states require or encourage state registered advisors to deliver Part 2 to clients on the same schedule that applies to SEC registered advisors, as we discussed above. However, you should consult the individual states to determine what those requirements are. Small advisors should also evaluate each year whether they are still required to be registered with the state, as their business may have changed so that no registration is required. For example, advisors in Ohio with less than $25 million in AUM, whose clients are also accredited investors, or who provide services to a very limited number of clients, may not need to be registered. On the flip side, state-registered advisors that have grown should evaluate at least annually whether facts have changed which would require or allow the advisor to switch to SEC registration. For example, if the advisor's AUM is now $100 million or more. Similarly, an advisor with AUM under $150 million or mid-side advisor that is exempt from registering with the state and that advises only one or more private funds but no separate accounts may be exempt from SEC registration but must file with the SEC as an exempt reporting advisor. Now let's cover the reporting requirements for advisors filing with the SEC as an exempt reporting advisor. We represent several clients that file as exempt reporting advisors with the SEC. Each exempt reporting advisor must also amend its Form ADV annually, and the filing deadline is the same. Exempt reporting advisors are required to file Part 1A of Form ADV on IARD and disclose organizational and operational information, but do not need to include all of the information that was required for an SEC-registered investment advisor. An exempt reporting advisor is not required to prepare and deliver to clients the Part 2 brochure or brochure supplement. Exempt reporting advisors should reevaluate the basis of their exemption at least once each year. If an advisor is filing as an exempt reporting advisor because its only clients are private funds or venture capital funds, the advisor must register with the SEC before accepting any individual, separate account, or registered fund clients. Also, if the advisor reports on its Form ADV annual updating amendment that its AUM is $150 million or more, 
the advisor may need to file an application to register as an investment advisor with the SEC within 90 days after filing the annual updating amendment. However, there may be further exemption for venture capital fund advisors. Here are a few additional practice tips and frequently asked questions related to Form ADV and the annual update. First, although Form ADV is submitted electronically on IARD, it is important that all advisors manually execute the form before submitting and maintain the original or a copy of the manually executed Form ADV for proper record keeping. Registration requirements are based on assets under management and other factors. Advisors with up to $25 million in AUM, otherwise known as small advisors, must register with the relevant state regulatory authority. They are not permitted to register with the SEC. Advisors with between $25 million and $100 million, referred to as mid-sized advisors, must register with the relevant state regulatory authority. However, if such advisor is exempt from state registration, it may be permitted or required to register with the SEC or to file as an exempt reporting advisor. New York advisors, for example, should examine these requirements carefully. Advisors with AUM of $100 million or more are known as large advisors and must register with the SEC. They cannot rely upon state registration without an exemption. Advisors to mutual funds or registered funds are also required to register with the SEC. Finally, foreign advisors may be required to register or file as an exempt foreign reporting advisor with the SEC if it has an office or clients in the U.S. Form ADV includes detailed instructions for calculating assets under management. Please review these carefully and keep a record of your calculation each year. You may also consider implementing a Form ADV annual update checklist to track all items as they are updated or change over the years so that that information is readily available. Several items in the private fund schedules can be tricky, but the form includes both general instructions and instructions for particular items. If applicable, these schedules should be reviewed each year in detail to be sure the information is accurate. This may also prompt review of Form D filings with respect to any private fund clients, and we would encourage you to be sure all necessary filings have in fact been made. We get a lot of questions about custody, particularly in the private fund context, because the custody rule can be confusing. Be sure to consult the instructions in Form ADV and refer to that custody rule as necessary to be sure the responses in Part 1 of your Form ADV are accurate, particularly on the private fund schedules. With the annual update of Form ADV and firm brochure disclosures, this is also a good time to review potential conflicts of interest and firm policies relating to identifying and mitigating potential conflicts, along with disclosures related to those items. Certain information related to an advisor's compliance policies and procedures must be addressed in the firm brochure. Be careful to update Form ADV disclosure if those policies or procedures have changed during the course of the year. Private fund general partners or other affiliated advisors may file an umbrella registration by listing the GPs as relying advisors on one form ADV. The miscellaneous section of Schedule D should also include the appropriate language to reflect this relying advisor status, and all schedules should reflect the relying advisor accordingly. The revised form ADV that is coming online later this year will essentially codify this relying advisor or umbrella registration status. In fact, that miscellaneous schedule on Section D can be used for other disclosures or information the advisor wishes to include in order to clarify certain items in Part 1. We suggest considering the miscellaneous disclosure as a useful tool when preparing your Form ADV. Back to filing deadlines and amendments. Unless exempt, investment advisors must register with the appropriate state or SEC before commencing operations. Specific material changes may require an investment advisor to file an other-than-annual amendment immediately rather than waiting for the annual update. 
If you have missed a deadline, please be sure to file as soon as possible. Information filed on IARD is publicly available. While the firm brochure supplement is not required to be filed, some firms choose to include that information along with Part A in one document, which would then be filed online. Investment advisors are subject to record-keeping requirements. Section 204 of the Advisors Act requires investment advisors to make and keep certain records as the SEC may prescribe by rule. Each state's securities laws may have similar record-keeping requirements. The Advisors Act has an express exemption from this requirement only for foreign exempt reporting advisors, so it does not extend to all exempt reporting advisors. Accordingly, exempt reporting advisors are subject to SEC record-keeping requirements and should review those obligations. All advisors are required to maintain a copy of their Form ADVs, including those previously in effect for at least the preceding five years, and should also adhere to any applicable state law requirements related to record-keeping. Thank you for listening to Market Matters. I hope you found the information shared during today's program valuable. If you would like to learn more about today's topic or Thompson Hines Investment Management Group, please visit thompsonhine.com. With approximately 400 lawyers and seven offices, Thompson Hine is a full-service business law firm recognized for innovation and client services. Our smart path approach provides clients with service that is predictable, efficient, and aligned with their goals. Yeah.